Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 86 No Filter Podcast. I hope everyone's doing good out there, or well, whatever the proper grammar is. I don't know. Uh, my name is Kyle Metz. What's up, guys? Nate Miller. Hey, everyone. It's Sam Weiner here. Uh, and as you guys may notice, we are missing our one of our fourths. One of our fourths. One fourths of our fourth. I... You're you know, what are you? Nailing you know right what now. I mean. <laughs> I didn't pass. Uh, Patello, as he's been mentioning, uh, is out on his tour, on his magical mystery tour, touring the country, uh, and we wish him the best. And he will be back. Uh, but we do have another friend coming in uh, as a featured guest whoop, who whoop, was here host. on our first episode. Who's who's now gonna who's now gonna be a featured host? Right. Yes, in in the interim, uh, who's here on the first episode. Uh, and that's our friend Leslie. Hey. What's up, Leslie? I just want to say that, uh, you know, treat this as like a audition. Cool. And uh, <laughs> we'll kick Patello out if you bring the fire. Dope. Yeah. I like so, that. Yeah. I'm ready. I'll nice. bring my A game. Sweet. Don't tell Patello this, though. Um, yeah, yeah. He doesn't know. He doesn't know we'll yet. We'll just have to like block him on this episode, I think. Dope, dope, dope. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I mean, dope. he'll find out eventually, but yeah. he won't know for a this while. This won't air for a little bit. So yeah, like, yeah. We got some time. Yeah, we have some yeah, time yeah, to yeah, live sure. in the lie. Uh, so how's everybody been? How yeah. you been? Catch oh. up? Uh, dude, it's been a good week. Um, I feel happier. I feel healthier. Uh, maybe it's because I've been like jumping around dog sitting. I feel like I'm the local dog sitter now. Um, so that's fun. Uh, you say out. you feel better, but you don't really sound it. I don't. Well, I'm sick, but I don't let sickness really bring me down. Cool. Um, Cause you know, everyone's going to get sick every once in a while. So I'm not just going to grope and grime in it and watch game of Thrones. Like I have been an doing. old me would do. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the yeah. you from two weeks ago. The, would do. Yeah. <laughs> past Kyle. Uh, you're uh, learning and growing. I am. Yeah. Already. Yeah. Um, I no, see I, it in your I've been good too. Cause I've been making some money at work. Yeah. Um, yeah it's hey. finally getting busy. Yeah. So I'm stoked off that. What about you, Nate? How you doing? I'm doing all right. Uh, better. I'll say, uh, I I always get weird around my birthday, so I made it through. Another year I older. I survived it. Yeah, another nice. year older. I've already felt old, so. Yeah, I get that. I don't know. It doesn't really You're feel old. How old are you going to be? Yeah. I'm not. It doesn't matter. The point is. Jesus. So, hey, guys, welcome to the No Filter Podcast, where we won't tell you our fucking <laughs> age. I'm 27. Okay. I didn't know I was getting grilled. Oh, God. So, <laughs> <my> <laughs> age. so does that mean I'm old then? Uh, we're no, ancient, I'm not saying Leslie. you guys are old. I'm just saying I feel older i feel time passing yeah yeah i, yeah, I feel like that I, that's yeah, yeah I get once that. you get into the back side of your 20s that's i know i'm not to... i know i'm not old i'm in the back side of my old teens like, right now and that's i think 60 is wild old for, for me. 60 60 is old i think 60 is like the prime like i think 60 prime is old. i think 80 is old i don't want to live past 80 oh my god you're Why being not? so I'm, dramatic no i'm kind of there too no, I'm depending being on like how far the technology is and how yeah that's so my parents are 72 right now i want them to live for another 20 years right no, i don't well, I yeah. want your parents to live too. i want my parents to live for another 20 years yeah. too but so like you're saying you're never I gonna have age. kids what if your kids want you to live longer than yeah. that stop being selfish kyle Jeez. jesus yeah tell my kids to stop being selfish that's fair that's probably good <laughs> i that's like a good that. lesson 
Anyway, Sam, good. how are you? Uh, I'm doing okay. I had a long weekend. Um, but uh, my roommate had her. She's a uh, Muay Thai fighter. So I went to a bunch of fights over in Burbank uh, on That's Saturday cool. night. It was really nice. fun. Um, Is she, she good? Lost, unfortunately. Ah. She, was, she was good. I mean, like, her one her fight was uh, probably one of the fights of the night. It was very even. Um, the other the other girl just had a little bit more experience. Um, but there was some great fights. I saw a knockout, which I've been told is like pretty rare at that level of Muay Thai. Damn. Uh, a TKO where this girl completely... I felt bad because the other girl was making her a professional debut. But she got her ass like hit. <laughs> so it was a TKO in like two and a half minutes in the first round. Um, and yeah, a bunch of other really good fights. So that was really fun. And uh, it is uh, MLS season once again. So my... My black and gold, LAFC, they're back. There we go. Uh, nice. Been to the bank a couple times already this year, and uh, they won both games. Um, so that uh, that was on this Sunday. It was the second game. Um, nice. So that was really fun too. But uh, I drank to too much. Yeah, you should, it's it's. Uh, I'll, I'll see what I can do because um, tickets aren't too bad. But I, I'm in the supporter section. Shout out to the 3252, and uh, <laughs> those those are the cheapest tickets. When you yeah. get the season tickets, but I think on the resale market, they're much higher because people ah, want to gotcha. be where the action is. Yeah. Um, but we'll see what I can do. Get you, nice. Getting you in. Um, but yeah, I drank a lot this weekend. Uh, kind of want to cool off on that. So, you know, it's 1030 and I'm drinking uh, Johnny Walker Black. But I know, uh, right? other than that, uh, I'm trying yeah, to be no a little shame. more healthy. No judgment. No. Yeah. 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 What about you, Leslie? How, how are you? I am fantastic. Uh Something different for me this week is I'm on call for jury duty for the first time. Ayo. Yeah, I was. Uh, I love Judge Judy. It's not Judge Judy, but you're doing great. Um, I like Judge Judy too. Right? She's she's she's, she's the best. No, yeah, it's kind of cool. I guess California switched it up so you don't actually have to go in for jury duty to complete your jury duty. Oh, that's weird. Cause so I, I basically just have to call in yeah. every day and check in on it, and then I'm completing my jury duty. So I might not have to go in at all and yet still complete jury duty and then won't get, you know, called upon for the next two years after that or so or whatever it is, which is actually more relaxing than I expected and I'm not too mad at it. That's that's weird. My roommate actually just, the other roommate, not the fighter, but he just had to go, he had to get up at like eight and be at the courthouse and he sat there for like hours and then they were like, oh, you're, we don't need you. Yeah, it's like so if your didn't group is called, you have to go and sit. Oh. But if your group isn't up yet, you just have to call in every gotcha. day, and then that's completing your jury duty service. I've 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 uh, maintained my legal. I might be blowing my own spot, but I think I I changed it. But for the longest time, my permanent residence was still in the Bay Area. So if I get jury summons down here, it's be like, oh, I don't live there anymore. <laughs> Same. Like, that's well, what my permanent residence. I guess residence you can't is, yeah. go to jury duty. It's okay. I guess I can't. But I think nice I way around it. To it. Vote. Oh All damn! Right. And I I changed mine to vote too. Damn. Um. Hey, make sure, listeners, that you go out and vote. Go out and vote. Absolutely. It's not worth yeah, having to do jury yeah. duty, although that is a great perk. Yeah. And if you do, I mean, you can go, you can vote by mail in a different district that maybe you have a permanent residence in, so you don't have to do jury duty and you can vote. Try to, try so to make just, that. just get out Work there. Work the system. I've never... But also, jury duty is a little easier now. You just got to call and check in, so I no kinda, stress. Yeah. Well, wanna... I want I want to see Judge Judy, so I would like to go it's in there. I want to do it, too. Like, you I know say I'm that, lose and then you have to get up at 8 in the morning. I know, I know. And... Like but basically like, quit but your like job once. It, yeah, it'd like be cool. One time. You yeah. go in and it's like an OJ level and case. It's R. Kelly. Oh my god, that'd be crazy. You could be a part of history. Yeah. Yeah, you could be hated it's... by millions. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. In the OJ case or in the Rodney King case, it doesn't really matter. People will hate you either way. Yeah. 
Well, anyway, I love talking about ourselves. I love catching up. Uh, but That's I not what we're here to do. love, yeah, this isn't what the 86 No Filter podcast is about. Uh, what it's about is we have a great special guest today. Um, I've actually never worked with him. I met him a few weeks ago, and I already know that we're best pals. Um, Henry. Hey. Hi. What's up? Intro. <laughs> That's my intro for you. Yeah. Oh, cool. Thanks. Uh, he's also got a killer haircut. Oh, really? Oh, cool. I Thanks. think so. Yeah. I, I don't think so. Oh. I, I've always like struggled with my hair and oh, it's boy. always been like uh, long I'm and sorry. short and stuff. Okay. Uh, so Henry <laughs> is somebody that I worked with for a fair amount of time. Uh, I could think, consider that we're pretty good friends, uh, but we're actually really excited to have him on this week because he's our first... Uh, guest that is has experience in the heart of the house in the kitchen uh so we you know he has a very unique experience so really quickly can you share with us kind of your journey in the industry and like kind of your first few jobs and uh all that kind of stuff well uh i originally didn't want to be like a cook or uh anyone in the restaurant industry uh, but i worked at retail and i just really want to get it out and a friend of mine told me that there's an opportunity at where we work at right now where i used to work at where you guys work at right now and i applied for an interview and that was like august 2016 and since then i've been working in a like so far four restaurants uh first kitchen job so it wasn't like you start off as the dish guy you start off on the line as this person who's taking care of the hardest station. Fun uh, fact, that job that he got as his first job in the kitchen was actually hired at the exact same time as me. Yep, August 1st. So that's when we met and became lovers. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, boy. That's God, I've been fact. there so long. <laughs> <laughs> Need to get out. <sighs> anyway, sorry. Uh, so, yeah, you, so you started, you started, what, can you say what station that was? You said it's the hardest. It, it was what we called it the pantry fry station. It was two stations meant for three people that one I person. inherited. Wow. Nice. That was just one. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Put, you put the team on your back, though. Uh, sure. Yeah. What, like, um, what does it entail that makes it so hard? Well, okay, so it's two different stations. It's the salad station, the, the pantry, and the fryer. So you got like deep fried stuff, so fries and like wings and so on and so forth. And you got salads and fruits and such. Uh, so you'll come in, uh, start off all the salads, and you'll get bum rushed with uh, the lunch order. So everyone's ordering yeah. salads or like salad sides or fruits and sides. And you also get bum rushed for the wings. fries and wings yeah. and our happy hour, which was God. The, yeah, it's changed. I don't know if you knew. Yeah. There's no food. Yeah, that's that's funny that Shout outs. Like, the whole time I complained about the happy hour and they finally got rid of it after I left. Yeah, yeah. They just didn't want to give you the satisfaction. No, no one ever wants to give me the satisfaction. <laughs> well, pr- pretty much oh. pretty much that that uh, fried pantry station, you're a part of everything. Like no matter what food comes in, you're going to be doing something for it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's probably the hardest yeah, part. Yeah, I, I definitely noticed that if there's a slowdown in the kitchen, it's generally, and this isn't disrespecting anyone that works there, but I think it's, it speaks to the nature of that position is like, if there's a slowdown in the kitchen, the way you uh, feel it first is, is pantry fry because 
that's because like you know it takes much less time to slap a steak on the grill than it does to compose a salad or yeah. you know get, get all compose those. i like that the artistry behind it yeah i like how you guys think this is an art form no, I did, I, didn't, I did not mean that. I just mean composing as in like taking multiple no, 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 yeah, things definitely. and putting them into one place. I was just going to say, it's almost like they need a backup person just to plate things so Our the other so person small, can though. be like drop in the fryer, like whatever. Yeah. And it's like so hard to be a one person job and get the timing right on mm-hmm. everything. There. Yeah, definitely. Uh you say it's small, but I've been in smaller kitchens and with more people. Yeah, with more oh, people. Well, the too many cooks in the kitchen. Like, am I right? No, that, Kyle. <laughs> what we're saying is that maybe that adage is not very applicable here. Open just, up your earballs. I just really you feel like there should it. be an air horn there. <laughs> you can do it. It's very little wiggle room, but it you can definitely do it. So you can have someone just plate, someone make the salads, and someone uh, take care of the fryer food. So, <clears throat> really quick. Um, that's interesting to hear you say that. I didn't. I didn't realize that our location was the first uh, kitchen job that you had. Yeah, it was. Um, wow. The, considering the level that you did your job, I, I find that very impressive. So absolutely, congratulations. Um, Thank you. I but I also best. want to, you know, just kind of formally transition into yep. like our first topic, um, and you know, that is kind of a brief kind of overview of the differences between like that heart of house versus the front of house, which all of us have experience with. Um, you know, which is a very different experience. That's not our first topic. Our first topic is just the, the back of house or heart of house and what that is like. We're going to get into the front of house, back of house. Okay. So what, but what I mean to say, yes, is, is, (laughs) but to get that, we will first Learn about what learn the about the heart of house. I get what you're yeah. saying. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Cool. Sorry, I, I wasn't that's picking I, up on what you're putting. Oh, okay. That's okay. Yeah, I took uh, I took the long windy road. There you go. But we were the the road the road less traveled. So if you, I mean, I know that there's some stuff that you want to say. So now is now is your time. As okay. The kitchen is pretty much a a group of misfits trying to get all these orders done. Everything's hot. Everything around you is in an implementation or a tool of torture and death. Yeah. All right. It's going to get super dramatic. I like it. No, no, no. Um, um, I, I knew from the first pause he took that it was going to get a little dramatic. <laughs> the look and in his eye. Yeah, he was like, okay, this is my it's, moment. It's definitely not easy. It's It takes a lot out of you, not just like stress, but also physically. You're standing up for hours on end. You get here before front of house and you probably leave after front of house and you're not here just for a full eight hour shift. You're here for longer. And sometimes you might <laughs> full have to eight hour shift. Did you guys hear that? That's crazy. <laughs> our is. full out, our full shift is six. Yeah. Lucky <laughs> you. Huh? Lucky you. Yeah. Um, and damn it. I just lost my train. Oh, okay. God damn it. I mean, I, I've always found it interesting because Having spent so much time as an expo, I feel like I have a unique perspective that a lot of most other servers and people who work front of house don't really have. Uh, Where that, I really respect the people that work in the heart of house. I did a few days of kitchen training. I remember you saying that, yeah. And I, I, I couldn't do it. It's just, it's so much work, and it's so there's so much going on. Um, and I have a lot of respect for people that do that. And I also understand that it is a very different culture in terms of like respect and like teamwork being like like teamwork for us is very important and it makes everything easier but teamwork in that environment is essential without people helping you definitely you can't you can't get things done and like in terms of like communication and also positioning like timing 
Yeah, yes. for us, I think I would definitely say it's like a bonus. You know, like teamwork is definitely good to have front of house, but it's not like you can honestly put your head down and just get through your shift without saying like three words to anyone else. A hundred percent. For sure. And, and there, you know, and sometimes it's just like, you know, sometimes it's easier to just be like, I'm going to tunnel vision and like, you know, maybe I'll run some other people's food, but like if everyone's getting slammed, I'm just going to take care of my tables, make sure they get their drinks, make sure they get their food and like, make sure I'm good. Yeah. And then, and then if there's, if there's any time, yeah, exactly. But I feel like, yeah, in the, in the back of house or heart of house, then you can't do that. I, I did have a question. Yep. Um, do you prefer heart of house or, or back of house? Cause uh, I have reasons <laughs> that I don't like heart of house. Uh, I don't like heart of house only because it's like it's it's a new term I was introduced. I thought yeah. it was just like kitchen or kitchen crew, and then yeah. like you guys used back of house a lot, so yeah. I, I got used to that. Uh, but heart of house is kind of weird, but I can understand where where I, that came from. Because yeah, personally, I I think that heart of house is maybe a little like condescending. Cause it's like, cause we're not called like nerves of house or like eyes of house as, as front. Cause well on, and like front of house and back of house, it's not saying back of house is less important. You know, you wouldn't say the front of the boat is more important than the back of the boat. Like Mm -hmm. that's ridiculous. Yeah. It's just like, you know. The, you know, if front is like, that's where the customers are. That's the yeah, front. They're back is the in, front. in the back where they're yeah, cooking yeah. the food. That, that, that's what I, I never, think So about I always thought like, like Heart of House was like a little condescending because that was a term that also I wasn't familiar with until like a year or two after I started working where we work. And they like introduced it as like a way to like be like, no, they're the like, and I understand the sentiment. Like, yeah, I think you guys do work harder than we do in a lot of, a lot of time, but it's like, I don't know. It just feels I like. I think it's, it's more like, the sentiment of like, you're coming to a restaurant most of the time for eat. the food and that yeah. food is being prepared and as good as it is as good as it is because of the heart i get that and when it's kind of like where it comes from it's kind of oh, like yeah, when I, uh I, when an assassinate uh, assassination is happening uh-huh. you, you're oh, trying no. to kill the heart you know you go in to commit you shoot the, murder. For the center of the mass yes you shoot for the heart yeah How i totally get what you're saying serial podcast have you been listening to uh i've just watched barry with okay. bill Hader. new cool. season's coming out soon uh anyway so i i and i you know you said i don't know you kind of said you preferred back of house i just that now it's like it, it rolls off the tongue forward. better than i think like, it does too i just like, think there's not there's yeah. not like the metaphor it's like a split metaphor if you uh-huh. say front of house and heart of house those yeah don't, those don't naturally go together I feel that. at the place i used to work which was i worked at a another our location mm-hmm. somewhere else before i came here henry um we didn't call it heart of house. So the to hear that you guys have had that for like two years is like what? Well, I mean, like I we still, still call I, it back I, of house. Yeah, I think I've heard it used interchangeably even now. Like yeah. I feel like if someone said back of house where we work, I feel like that's relatively common. Yeah, because uh, when I started, it was called uh, back of house, mm-hmm. and then right around the time that I left, I started like seeing a lot of people start introducing heart of house a lot more. Yeah. So I think it was just like a transition. They were trying to, yeah, they're definitely something they were like trying to get happen. Anyway, I was just curious about that, but we can move on to more substantive topics. Well, something to segue into that. I don't know if you guys know this, but back at my parents' restaurant, I actually started in the back of house. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I actually am excited to be here on this yeah. topic today, and my fellow work husband, Henry, being our special Hi, guest. Um, so something I know is that I always had like a favorite part and mm-hmm. then like the part I hated the most about the kitchen. But like, I'm curious of what yours is. Favorite part, uh, definitely interacting with everyone there. I really loved interacting with all you guys in the front and everyone in the back. Um, difficult, like stressful part was definitely not tickets per se, but management really management and some people in, in, in my team who didn't really 
uh, pick up their weight. They didn't really carry the load. They weren't really team players per se. Is that something that has carried into your new jobs? Uh, yeah. Uh, since I started kitchens, like I've always like changed how I think people should work. Uh So like, it's definitely like a more team effort. And I try to like see and compare everything to how everything was at our spot. Uh And if it's better, then I'll stick around. If it's not, then, uh, yeah, if it's better, I'll stick around. If it's not, then I'll just look for the next one. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. That makes sense. Absolutely. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were just talking about how we're getting out of slow season. Yeah. Uh, when it was our slow season, I was expoing a lot. And for me, it was torture because there was nothing happening. You know, like I have no food to run. I yeah. have no tables to bus really. But I feel like during our super busy time, it sucks for the heart of house, the back of house. So what would it be like? Do you like the slow season or do you like to stay busy when you're behind there? I like the slow season, uh, depending on how much prep and like uh, things you have to do as uh, someone who works in the kitchen. Because it makes your work easier. It makes it easier. You don't have to make too much. You uh, get to hit everything on your list that you need to prep. And you don't really get, the worst word to say is bothered by tickets. Yeah. Because uh, it's not like, we also had a prep person when I worked there, at, where you guys work at now. But we also would prep our own food as well. So it'd be like two different kinds of prep, like something that someone else does and you... Something that's part of your station. It's part of my station. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, For slow days, it is good. If you work really well, it's good. If you don't work as well as others, then you get cut. So then then that's who you know is the weakest link. That's how you know who's the weakest link or who's essential. Yeah. And... Then if you stick around, you have to take care of their prep if they didn't get to it. Damn. So then like your workload just like yeah. skyrockets. For the same money that you were going to get before. Yeah, too. pretty yeah. much. So you yeah. almost kind of get punished for being good. Yeah. That, that way. <laughs> oh, but you get more hours. I mean, like, I assume that's I guess. why, you know. Uh, one of my sous chefs, uh, when I started there, he was there. Uh, he had sent everyone but me and him home. Oh, so damn. So as one of my friends left, he said bye. And he, the sous chef looked at me and he's like, man, I love this station. You never get to go home. Oh, my, oh God. my God. He meant it as like you get your hours, but, but you're yeah, like, I was like, you didn't oh, take it as damn. That. Oh, it's hilarious. Yeah. So it's a double edged sword for sure. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, slow season, depending, like, if you work really well, you get your hours. Yeah, you get a, a little more workload, but, like, it's the price you pay for being good or being essential to the uh, the kitchen at that time. Um, so, I want to ask you, you know, being someone who doesn't work for tips and, and working with people who do, like, what is your general feeling on, like, you know, just working for more hourly versus working for tips? Um. That one's really kind of hard because then uh, I here's a rule: don't if you're a server or front of house, don't ever mention tips anywhere close to the kitchen or anywhere close to anyone from back of house. Mm-hmm. They doesn't matter for what it no is. Sympathy. They will, you will get no sympathy, <laughs> yeah. no care. You will get nothing but disdain. Yeah. Um, Fair. Yeah. It's it's difficult because you work really hard and sometimes you bust your ass and like it's just worse every other hard day and you get paid the same amount of work as you say you do on a slow day when you like all you do is clean right Right. and like so like and that 
goes to like what Kyle was saying about on the slow day, not only does he board and he has have, doesn't have anything to do, he also knows that his, he's going to have not only just short hours, but he's not going to make tips on those yeah. hours. Yeah, I'm not making most of his income. Whereas, you, you know, you may have a little pay. less hours, but the time that you're there, even if, you know, you do your prep and then you're just like hanging out, you're still getting paid. Yeah. Not to say that that's like a big perk and a reason why you should do it, but that's, you know, like, not that I would bring you, you don't yeah, yeah. Right, exactly there, there, there's you don't like have to worry a, about that. and also and also meals too and like yeah. time off paid time off and stuff that's like what I was that. gonna say what, what are the perks like why should someone want to get into the kitchen practical skills you okay. definitely yeah. uh, get to learn like really good kitchen skills knife skills like how to uh, cook definitely did you were you like a cook guy no, before no I wasn't this do you is do like, it like for fun now too, or uh, for fun time? Really? Uh, or does it, it feel like you're working? Depending if it's a dish that like I know pretty well, it can be pretty fun. If it's something like I haven't done, then it's like it's more like a learning, like it's mm-hmm. a, yeah, it's this process. It depends really how much time I have. If I have time to go buy the ingredients and do all the prep and finally cook it, and like, but even then, if I do, I don't cook it just for me. I like right. the whole family right. meal. And yeah, like, nice. I feel that. Yeah. Do you tend to experiment more yeah. with it now that you're more comfortable in that area? Uh, I experiment on like stuff I do for myself. Gotcha. That way, like I know if it's like good or bad. And yeah. Then, like that's no one's my affected fuck by up. it. No one's affected <laughs> by it. And like if I uh, finally, I guess, like get comfortable with a certain dish or something, I'm like that I think is pretty easy. Then I'll make it like for everyone. Absolutely. Yeah. But I'll put myself through like struggles. <laughs> the pain. Yeah, just the pain. Like, oh no, there's salmonella here. I'm sorry. Ah, <laughs> uh, you uh, don't like your chicken far. medium rare? <laughs> oh, God. That was me when uh when I didn't really want to cook, but I wanted to eat eggs, so I would just do the Rocky diet, just crack them into a oh. cup, and drink it. No, eggs are the easiest thing to college cook. College was Dope. actually not. It's actually pretty difficult. I think oh, it's just, okay. boy. Strongly de- de- look, Thank you, that, Henry. Depending on what kind perfect, of eggs you're trying to make. But yeah, depending there, on so what many, eggs, yeah, like in terms scrambled of, eggs. Yeah. Scrambled eggs. Yeah. Br- scrambled eggs scenario. is easy to do. Exactly. Lucky scrambled eggs that have no brown is a little more difficult, but you get to learn Thank it. Thank you, yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah, you, you know what's really easy to do? Over low flame, you keep the pan moving. Crack an egg into a cup. You're disgusting. You pick out the little shell that they have gotten. You know what's not easy to do? Cleaning up the vomit. When no, you, did you, you never puked, did you? I didn't. Americans puke. are are scared of raw eggs, but it, raw eggs are not as bad a lot of the time. I, uh, I will bad. say, I, I will want. say that for a couple weeks, um, I did this, and then my chest started hurting, um, <laughs> and then I stopped. <laughs> that, that's what happens when you just drink cholesterol. Yeah, just, yeah I had to stop. Well, I was also just like experimenting, like Henry says, where I was slowly adding more eggs. <laughs> Like How many 12, do I have to get? Eggs eggs okay. in a glass. What were you Rocky. trying to gain from this guy? He's trying Gains. to get muscle mass. I was trying oh. to get gains. The, the thing is, uh, Adrian. Is, yeah, Adrian. <laughs> the thing is, you have to train like Rocky for it to count. You just oh, don't me. just drink believe eggs. Me. I was training like Rocky. He was did running up and down them stairs. Yeah, did, you punch, did you beat meat? your meat? Did I ran you beat your upstairs. Meat? Did you beat your meat? How often did you beat your meat? Wait, not what true. kind of stairs? Are you lying? You're I looking at me in the eye and lying. I had a girlfriend. Do you not the masturbate that when you're in a relationship? Matter. I do sometimes. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I thought okay. we were talking about Rocky. Right. No, wait, wait, wait! No, this is an important sidebar. No, where? Come on. It depends. It depends on the time and the place. But you don't. But okay. Wait, it's wild. Okay, I'm Guys, it's no filter. You don't want to talk about masturbating. Here, I'll, we don't I'll have wrap, to. I'll wrap but guys, around. Nate's uncomfortable. I just it's time and a place. Well, I just think. Do you want to have? I'm a separate... drinking scotch right now. I just knocked over an empty cup. So, 
Sam, this is the place. Do you want to have a separate podcast later where we talk about beating our meat? I guess. Okay, cool. Cool. Perfect. All right. I have one more question. All right, um, go ahead. And this kind of wraps back around uh, to when I was talking about uh, exploring because you were saying uh, when you're good at your job, um, they'll keep you on and they'll cut everyone else. Mm-hmm. Being good at your job, I feel like in the front of the house, sometimes makes it so that you don't move up because if you're really good at your job, they want to keep you there. Is it the same kind of thing? Yes, definitely. With the it, it, it definitely is. There's a not just me myself, but there's other people I've worked with really well who I definitely respect, who I've become friends with, where like they're way better at cooking than I am. They deserve bigger positions than I ever had, and like I would love to work under them if they were like a sous or a like line lead or a yeah. chef, but they're stuck. Because they're because so they won't good. move them up. Yeah, they they won't move them up. It's it's a double edged sword being good at your job. Yeah, because it's like you can move up as many times as you want, and then there's gonna be a point where you can't move up anymore, and where the position you're at, you're bad at, and you're not respected. And then the other aspect is uh, that you don't move up at all. Whoever's above you likes that the consistency you bring, the hard work you give, and they won't move you up because they mm-hmm. can't see anyone else doing what you do. And that's what's what makes it really difficult. Well, what do you do in that instance then? This is to add. To yeah, we've well, too. we've right. talked about. I, we've talked a little bit about uh, on other episodes of the podcast about how it is definitely part of the front of house kind of like uh, how how it works is that you have to like constantly bug your managers. Hey, I'm bussing. I want to serve. Hey, I'm bussing. I want to serve. And like constantly kind yeah. of on them. Is that all a thing in the back of house? Can you go to your chef or your? Hey, I'm going like, to hey, quit. Yeah, if you don't if you don't move me, if you don't bump me up from you know prep to pantry i'm i'm out of here yeah that 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 has happened not just to me but to other people i've spoken to Mm -hmm. it's like they they try to bug their chefs or their sue like hey i just want to move up Mm -hmm. i can't just be doing this one thing the whole time dish guys will say that a lot Uh, i've said that like i don't want to be stuck in just this one station i want to learn everything right and how effective is that that's really just depends there was like how long was i there for like i want to say Two years? two years yeah two years yeah for first year i finally mastered that station like finally got like you know from zero to like comfortable uh, comfortable yeah and <laughs> i want to move up but for that whole year i was like let me go somewhere else let me do some other station let me do something else and then it wasn't working so then i decided to start talking about front of house like let me just move to the front then because i'm getting nothing here i'm just going to be stuck right that went nowhere so I, it got to the point where i was just like you know what i'm just really done i'm done i'm, I'm it forces I you out, out. yeah, yeah. It best like if you're not going to move if you don't see any like potential of progressing up or moving sideways then just leave right. at that point it's it'll hurt like you probably aren't ready to like move away from the job or you won't get like benefits anymore but at that point like really are you here for just the benefits or are you here to like learn learn are you here to pro- progress be better mm-hmm. and if you are then just leave yeah i yeah. mean I, I do think that similar to uh the front of house is like uh especially in a big area like Los Angeles, like there's always more opportunities. Like there's always places looking for good yeah. cooks, good people. Good like workers, it's, it's yeah. hard to, yeah, it's hard to, you know, a restaurant can't have too many yeah. most of the time because chances are at least half of your staff front and back of house are probably, you know, maybe not up to the standard as someone mm-hmm. that's like really passionate about it. Yeah. So true. Uh, if you back your own ability, I think 
striking out. Speaking be, of yeah. like, if you leave, you know, a job because there's nowhere to grow, like speak a little bit about the training process for us, like in the back of house, like how lengthy is it? Is it pretty like different at every kitchen you work at? Yeah, yeah it's it's actually that you went like zero to it's really different depending on which kitchen you went. The first kitchen where I met every one of you guys, uh, they, except for Kyle, yeah. except for me. But we're <laughs> we're homies now. Yeah, yeah. Met him like you know, you know, heart wise. Heart wise. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was always there. I made sure when I started at the kitchen to let both the sous chefs and the chef know that my only request was to be trained under whoever was best at that station, and I was trained under her, and. From then on, like, you know, she took me under her wing. She showed me everything, how to hold a knife, how to cook, how to, like, everything. Yeah. And that was a, a probably, like, a long, grueling process for her, which I have so much respect for her mm-hmm. because she's way better than I ever was. Yeah. At my best. And she took me through it and trained me really well. The next kitchen I went to, uh, terrible. They just threw you on. They didn't tell you what the ingredients were. They didn't tell you how to plate oh, your wow. dishes. And I had to learn under people who just hated that station. So I dipped like not that long after. It was like a week. Yep. Wow. Third one, good. Little not consistent, but I like where their idea was, was we don't do it consistency. We do it to taste. So the chef at that time would like, he's like, here's a whole container of just spoons. Try everything down the line. And so I yes. just wow. tried everything and like learned flavors and learned taste. Oh, wow. And then like uh, from then on, he'd be like, whenever you prep something, do it to taste. If you feel like it tastes good, bring it to me and I'll tell you if like if you need more of something or something else. And they, they kind of like held my hand for a little bit till I got familiar with right. the, the, the menu, which was like maybe I want to say like a month or two. And that was it. Yep. And I was just let on my own. The most recent one, they made sure like I learned everything. It was a, it's a smaller kitchen now. It's like okay. a really intimate menu. So it's like you just learn how to do everything, do it to taste, do like what you think would taste good. And that's it. Like it's it's really. Do you find that the quote unquote fancier dining experiences do it to taste and like that's why or is there something else that's kind of like differentiating that i think they do it to taste but also you have to be it's it's to someone else's taste it's Mm. to the chef's taste because the the second job i worked at they were kind of like a high-end spot over in like fairfax or they try to be and he was doing air quotes by the way (laughs) yeah is it animal huh can you say no damn all right, no. What? No. I've, I've never been to Animals, a restaurant I've always wanted to go to. It's in no, it's got it's two names, fancy. and it's across the street from Cantor's, I think. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> All right, internet um, sleuths, get on it. <laughs> <laughs> it. It was, uh, they didn't really say anything to taste. They just, like, threw you on and expected you to learn everything and, like, to know what, how your plate's supposed to look, and it's your first day. Right. Sounds terrifying. Yeah, right. right. It does. Uh, I did have a question. Uh and this is a little like off top, not off topic, but just a bit of a curveball. But what's the like the worst injury you've ever seen or experienced? Mm. Because I know that the kitchen uh, for a lot of people that don't know, it's a pretty 
dangerous. There's a lot of potential for bad oh, things to go. Yeah, when yeah, I meant is. you're surrounded by implementations right. and Everything tools of death and torture. I'm not joking. No, seriously. Yeah, not, you were being you were being dramatic, but you were you were not joking. Yeah, you got knives, high, you frying got, oil. There's like so many knives and in, in around. You got pokey stuff. Let's see. You got tongs. the knives. You got the spikes. You got blunted objects. You yeah. got the grill, the fire, fire. Yeah. Grill, oil. Seriously, it's yeah, very medieval. So, so anyway. Do you have any? Do you have any particularly memorable, uh, like, experiences? Uh, let's see. The I want to say the not the worst one, but the most like shit. I should have maybe gone to see someone was uh, <laughs> something had happened with the fryer. That's all I remember is that something had happened with the oh, fryer and all this oil <sighs> splashed on my face. Right? Oh my no. god. Oh. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly it landed on my shirt, uh-huh. which I immediately took off. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But like it had landed on my face and I was really like freaking out them like it got in your eye or it something. It got in my eye or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh did it burn your skin on your face? Uh it burned a little bit. Luckily I was fast enough and I had like a rag real close. So it was just like it splashed my face, took off my shirt, cleaned off my face, and I was sexy done. Sexy Henry. Like, yeah. That's not so sexy. When they need, Taking like, off his shirt and his and face. His face. Scarred for life. <laughs> when they say hot oil, they we'll mean like they mean, they mean kind of warm, not yeah. like super hot. Right? Yeah. Okay, I've been getting my personal massages really wrong. It's usually 450 degrees. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh. Oh, oh, Canola. Just I, I think I've heard you explains your complexion. Yeah, no, doesn't it? I need have, to know like, the location of, of your... Uh, I should have three. Massages uh, over there, Sam. Yeah. yeah, I've jumped behind the line before just to like grab a plate, and it is so fucking Sweltering. hot. Yeah. yeah, it is so hot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, even not in the summer, I can't even imagine the California summers yeah. back there. Oh god, it's yeah. so it's hot. We we find an excuse to find prep in the walk-in so we can go. In there. <laughs> I there's, bet there's been times where I'm like, oh, thank God, I work in the salad station, so I can just go <laughs> right. to the walk-in. I've been looking for feta need. cheese for an hour. I uh, still can't find uh, it. Yeah. Oh well. And oh you well. You gotta wear a chef's coat too back there. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, have to wear yeah. a chef's coat. You gotta wear a hat. And, and layers. That look, you gotta wear layers. Apron. At uh, my at my old location, they used to call it kitchen balls during oh, the summer. Yeah. Cornstarch. Cornstarch. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. To put some cornstarch oh, down there or something. Yeah. yeah. I've heard about that. I've never done it. I don't know <laughs> anybody who does it. But sure. Go ahead. If it I mean, helps I would out. Mean, baby I would invest yeah. in some gold bonds. What would you say? Kitchen said baby corn powder? Starches baby is, powder, yeah. Is the old classic. I, I, I have only heard it, but I know it was popularized by the movie Chef. It was in there, but I've also just like heard a lot of chefs talk with uh, John, John Favreau. Favreau. Yeah, John Favreau. Favreau. Nice. I've intentionally avoided seeing that movie. Really? I thought it was very good. I heard it's pretty good. It's I've very heard good. it's very good as well. Yeah. No, it's. I mean, it's a little. It's a little like uh, saccharine and sappy at some points, but I thought it's very good. And John Favreau, like, he does all his own chef stunts. Like his knife skills are good. Yeah, chef he had actually like trained yeah. under. Uh, oh, I forgot what the name. He's of a huge chef foodie, was. but yeah, no, yeah. it was like. So he, uh, I can tell. I just don't think it's for me. That's all. I'm all sure right. it's a great movie. Yeah, it's going over my head. I'm not gonna lie. Chef, you never seen one. it? Never seen it. Never John heard of it. Favreau. Have you seen this movie? I haven't movie. seen it. But I haven't seen it. John Leguizamo is amazing in it. Did you hear what I usual. said when you said? Oh, never mind. I'm not gonna explain my joke. All right. No, come on. For the viewers out there, comedy's funnier when you explain it. It was funny. All right. Um. Anyway. Is there any All right. yeah. listeners? Yeah. My bad. Um, is there anything mm-hmm. else that you think we need to before you know, we as get like to the ground before yeah. we get to the big? Uh, house, here's a question house. for you. I mean, in my experience, 
and I want to say this, you know, delicately, I don't mean this offensively, but the culture in, in the back of house usually is more I wanted to talk aggressive about that, yeah. Definitely. In, in, in terms, you know, in multiple ways, in terms of how they interact with each other, with how they interact with front of house, like in terms of, you know, flirting, yeah. but the, also just, this, uh, this is the thing that happens in everything, every job that has like high stress, high, mm-hmm. uh, um, physical output is everyone in the back of house jokes and says certain things a certain way that's really aggressive it's because we want to see how tough your skin is Mm -hmm. only people who have tough skin can actually like work here and if you can't handle a joke i don't think you can handle the kitchen and it's not just that it's just like we got a a bunch of misfits yeah you got i like that you got drug dealers uh substance abusers alcoholics (laughs) allegedly Alleged, alleged <laughs> drug dealers. It's true. It's true. Alleged substance Nate, abusers. Ex cons. You got dropouts from high school, yeah. college. Potentially you got, you got immigrants sometimes. Yeah, immigrants. People who can't speak English. Wow. Alleged immigrants. No, they're they're alleged. They they are immigrants, but they're totally hundred percent legalized. Right. Get your hands right. off. Exactly. But yeah, you get a bunch of people who like. Yeah, life is pretty yeah. much. I've been hard for them, or yeah. they've made it hard for themselves. Yeah. But you like. This is where they can like this is work. Where they can come, a, yeah. This is where it can come, and it doesn't even matter like your background or your like education. If you can hang it here, you're part of the team. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. I also yeah. think too like it also goes to what you're saying about it being dangerous. Is you have to trust the people that are around you because that guy is holding a big knife that could sever your artery. Yeah, you know, definitely. He, there is a big open flame standing behind you that if somebody doesn't stay behind and they bump into you, well, there's all your hair because mm-hmm. you're on fire now. Or now, like... Because you're on fire now. So Hades. Deal with it. Boom. Do you have a towel next to you? Pepsi. Are you going to take mm-hmm. the shirt off? No, yeah. you're not sexy, mm-hmm. Henry. Yeah. <laughs> or you got, like, a big pot of oil and you got to, like, it's just trust, communication, yeah. and you got to make sure that everyone is safe. It's, it's, there's a high ad- attitude there because everyone's a little more sensitive in kitchens. It, uh, it's weird to say. It's kind of like a flip-flop is that people are more sensitive but you have to build a tough skin to not be as sensitive right yeah yeah i think well, i think it makes a lot of sense because it's like it's one of the last places where it like you're saying it doesn't matter what your background is doesn't matter if like you fit into polite society if you can it doesn't matter if you can string two words together without saying fuck or something inappropriate if you can cook then that's all that matters you're like all that matters yeah, well, is your yeah. output yeah. if my, you can yeah go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, like, my dad in his kitchen, he tends to want to hire the people that have, I'm air quoting, baggage, Mm -hmm. you know, because he says, you know, it usually allows him to trust that they're going to take this seriously. Exactly. They're going to come and show up and do their work because they need it. She was air quoting my dad, not baggage. Shut up, Kyle. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Uh, But no, you get a lot of people who, like, they won't get a job anywhere else. There's like, they have tattoos or they have a background or yeah. like they have a certain right. attitude where they can't fit anywhere else. So you get hired in kitchens because well, the only people you ever in- interact with is like front of house and people in the kitchen. Right. But it's, it's a Mecca. It's, it's an opportunity where you can grow and like gain a career or a job, mm-hmm. or maybe it's just a life sentence. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> Let's send that out to all our listeners. If you've ever been wanting to get yourself into a kitchen job or learn some skills, don't be afraid to go in and do it. No matter what you've got going on, like yeah. take a risk and go in and trust Definitely. yourself. You, you get a lot of people there who have probably experienced just as many things as you or probably more. Right. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing for them, if anyone out there is, you know, feeling a little 
maybe like like you coming in completely cold having no experience the most important thing i think especially in a kitchen i mean this goes for a lot of life but especially in a kitchen is like your work ethic and your ability to be trustworthy if you can show up on time and you know put give it your focus that's way more valuable than being like oh i i'm from the culinary institute i my knife skills are great i have this and that yeah definitely if you can if you can hang if you can like deal with the punches if you can like get slammed and just roll with it then mm-hmm. you're good like there's been times where it doesn't even matter if you have like an x amount of people in the kitchen if you have like probably a good few people who can actually work well and you can communicate well then definitely that kitchen will look, run smoothly yeah yes. and i think also too at the end of the day like you're learning like a basic core human necessity of like how to eat, how to feed someone. Yeah. Like that's, it's really important on like a physical nurture, like feed yourself live level, but also like an emotional level of like feeding people and it feeds into that service thing. It's a very important thing. Um, and I also really want to mention too, like the, having that different expectation of like, we have a standard of what we have to meet and you guys have to have that same standard, but it's got to be exactly the same in mm-hmm. most cases mm-hmm. with like the food. Uh, but we'll get more into that in a little bit. We're going to take a little break really quick um, and we're going to throw it to our ads. Um, I think that was a really good discussion. Yeah. On a, Absolutely. On a Thank you. Intro yeah. in Thank kitchen, you for all so. your input. Thank Thanks. You. Uh, we will be right back uh, after we get a word from our sponsors. This week's episode of the 86 No Filter Podcast is brought to you by DoorDash. Don't have a lot of money, but desperate for some delicious grub? DoorDash is here to help. Our app revolutionizes food service by giving patrons at the hottest restaurants the ability to dash away with confidence without paying the bill, of course. DoorDash hacks into building schematics to give you access to the location of the nearest exit. And with our offer code 86, that's the number 8, the number 6, and the letter D, you can get 25% off our premium service, which data mines scheduling software and overrides security cameras, so you can make your DoorDash with the knowledge that no one will see you leave, you worthless human canker sore on the butt cheeks of this great nation. That's DoorDash. If you do this shit, get fucked. All right, and uh, we're back. Thank you. Thank you so uh, much for And we're back. Sponsors. DoorDash. Um, yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, we appreciate shout out your to DoorDash. Also, shout out to Anchor. Uh, if you are listening on Anchor or Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, we want to thank you for your support. Uh, please go ahead and give us a follow, a like uh, if you're enjoying our content. Uh, and if you want to join the conversation, uh, you can send us an email at 86nofilterpod. You can uh, find us on uh, Instagram at 86nofilterpod as well. Uh, we'd love to get messages from you guys, whether you have questions, you got a story you want to tell, or if you want to be a guest on our show, uh, we'd love to talk to you about that. Maybe have you on. Yeah. So we want to thank all you guys for listening, and uh, we're just going to hop right back into it. Uh, we got another round. Another round. Another, another round, the Lord. Hey, can we? Can, what's ding the name ding. of What's the name of this section? Do you want really me like to say it? it? I kind of do. I really like it too. Cool. Two houses, both alike in dignity. Yeah. Yeah. Watching too All much right. Game of Thrones. So what no, that no, means no. is it was not me. Uh, we, we're just gonna, you know, get as I said earlier into like kind of like the differences you. between that front of house and back of house relationships and kind of like how they interact. I know. You, I'm sure you have a list of vices that you want to. Yeah. So the, f- <laughs> the the I feel like the first sec uh the you know the first round was a lot of like 
Henry teaching us and teaching our listeners for that maybe haven't been in a kitchen, like what it's like. This round is going to be for Henry to tell all the front of house people how we make his life hell. Okay. okay. <laughs> how I got, do you I really got, feel? Okay. Yeah. I got one thing. Sweet. All right. So, uh, there's definitely more than one thing. Yeah. There's definitely, there's definitely, there's definitely more than one thing, but this one specific thing I want to talk about. There was probably three things last night that I did. That. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's let them so, speak. We're going to learn today. We're going to learn shapes. <laughs> so I want you all to go <laughs> oh, to your geez. clearest, uh, uh-huh. nearest uh, Target or Walmart or wherever you can get infant toys uh-huh. and get uh-huh. that little toy that yeah. you, can, you can put a circle block in a circle hole, the a square, star block a triangle. in a triangle. Yeah. 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 The triangle I want, I want you to practice that for about an hour a day because <laughs> it seems like you don't know your shapes when it comes to the fucking dishes. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It is not Jenga. Oh, that's not a... I mean... It look. It's it probably back of like, house. That's, I mean, it's, but it's that's a, back of house. It's, but uh, you, as a busser, I mean, that pisses me off. That so pisses that's me off. Too. Yeah. So, but I, but let, let me no, tell you no, something. D- let me tell you something. Yeah. It's not the busser that's doing it. In it's my experience, servers. it's the servers that are doing it. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yes. Still front of house though. Still, still no, front but of house. The, and, yeah. But also, unfortunately, there are some well, bussers that do yeah, it too. Yeah. For for people that don't know, we're talking about the dish pit. Yeah. Um, putting dishes so that the dishwasher can wash yeah. them. Mm-hmm. The way um, most dish pits are, especially at our place that we're at now, because it's a smaller location, it's a really small area. You're tight yeah. for space. So in order to like organize things best when you have a lot of dishes, everything needs to be stacked on top of the same dish. Yeah. Because otherwise it gets really chaotic when you're same trying to shape, store a lot of dishes. Same size. Like, right. Here's another thing for servers, because you, like, you will ask for it or front of house will ask for it, is... I know you want your cutlery. I know you want your silverware. But if you organize the dish pit, it makes it so much easier. Way faster. So what Henry is saying is that for a lot of servers and a lot of different restaurants, one of their side work that they have to do is rolling silverware, prepping silverware for the front. So what they need to do that is to have the silverware clean. So they'll come up to whoever's washing dishes or one of the cooks and say, hey, would you mind washing the silverware? Hey, I know that you have like so much stuff to do right now, but can you throw in that silverware so I can get the fuck out of here? And then they turn around and they look and see this big mound of dishes covering up the bin of silverware that they can't get to. And they're like, oh yeah, sure, I'll get to that right away. And if the dish pit is actually organized, if it's the place are actually stacked neatly, it doesn't look... It's so daunting. It For looks sure. it yes. looks pretty easy. So you can just like, oh yeah, sure, fuck it, I'll do it. Because I've done that before at where I used to work at with you guys. Uh, immediately they would ask me like, hey, do you want to do dish? Yeah, sure. Make sure everything's organized. Make sure like square plates on top of square plates, round plates on round plates. Uh, you know, ovals on ovals. It makes it easy to stack. Right. And then I turn back, turn around, destroy everything. Right. Yeah. It takes a matter of five minutes. Because if I'm slow, yeah. yeah, if I'm slow in the morning, like I'll be serving and I have nothing to do. I always try to jump on the dish because my parents' restaurant, you didn't have a dishwasher. Everybody did dishes. Yeah. So it's a habit of mine. So I've been in your shoes, Henry, where literally like I'll go and put through like two racks mm-hmm. and I come back and yeah, it's like everything was thrown around like a toddler went at it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, how did this happen so yeah. fast? <laughs> dish is the only thing that I... I can't do. I was going to say, I remember one time I was working with you and uh, I think like our chef at the time asked, hey, can you uh, throw through, like, can you throw through some dishes or something? And you're like, I don't get paid for that. You're like, I am the expo. I do not get paid to wash dishes. So I don't I even remember saying that, wash but that dishes. definitely sounds like something I would <laughs> yeah. say. And I was like, okay, good for you. That, well, and also, fuck that guy. <laughs> fuck that guy. Right. <laughs> When I was at Chili's, 
I chilies. All right, everybody, take I a shot. One take of, a shot. One of the experiences that I had that ended up in my file was when a, a manager there, like during a busy day, was like telling me to do dishes, and I was like, "No, I'm not. I'm not doing dishes." And I, I, you know, I was very young at the time, and I had a massive temper, and I was definitely way out of line, and should not have spoken to her that way, but I did. And I got a write up for it. No filter. Um, what'd you say? I yeah, don't. E- you say? I don't even remember. But it was like you blacked out. I get. Yeah. It. I mean, I was <laughs> like, you know, I'm not gonna. Did you, you call know, her bad names? I was. I was really young, so it was like, you know, I'm not gonna be your corporate slave or whatever, and like oh, do yeah. all this like shit and stuff. I was. You just had not, just watched like the wait, Matrix or something. Wait, that I. Wait, I don't even know. I just watched Roots. Hold on. Roots. You had temper. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> um. Used to, yeah, used to. Wait, used to? But yeah, just I, used to. I, it's, I, I, I'm sorry, I, just, I can't do it. Like yeah. I, if when I was interviewed, if they were like, and by, and sometimes you're gonna have to wash dishes, I would be like, I, never sorry. mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Right I didn't even know that I was gonna have to bust. You don't I know my past, Expo. man. You don't know my past. I'm just really weird with like food on plates from people, and also I hate ketchup. <laughs> and, then, and the water gets everywhere. The water Trust me, does melted cheese is worse. Melted cheese is worse. I couldn't do it. Uh, but you were, we were saying, yes. So Definitely that. Step. Learn your shapes is the moral yeah. of that story. Yeah. Learn your shapes because I think we had a... Jesus we had Christ, a, we all went to get a garden. We had a sponsor, uh, Squarespace, that'll help with that. Remember, Squ- if you listen back, Squarespace. It's a place where you put the square plate. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a nice callback. Oh, that's <laughs> a good callback. Six episodes in the making. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, just to kind of get into the, like, you know, nitty gritty. Um, did you ever, I have a good a question. Did you ever, like, <laughs> not vibe, did, did anyone from the front house ever talk to you in a way that you were like, no, don't talk to me. Like, like I'm not, you know, your food's coming out last. Like, fuck you. You can't talk to me. Oh, anymore. definitely. Yeah. Definitely. If, like. Is there a person specifically? Mm, or is there something, not. is there a thing there, specifically that they would like be like, oh, excuse me, can you make my shit faster? Or like what, what was there the most was, annoying thing for uh, a server to say? Two people. I don't know if I can say their names. Nope. No, no let's not. Let's call yeah. her V. Okay. Uh, she would always ask for these uh, specific uh, wings, which were called Diablo wings. And they were an item that were, it was either a custom order that she had gotten once before yeah or something an item on the menu, that, that on the menu years earlier, ago yeah. before i got there and she would always ask for them and always ask for like stuff on the side for free and i, I just like i'm not cool with you like that right. and also yeah. like why am i gonna take the time out of my day for my prep for my actual work to make this one dish yeah for you and there was someone she was friends with that like would actually do that whenever she worked that station like mm. there when i wasn't there and she would do that no there was someone else who would just like, would call her C. Uh, she always had like, she, she was like, you know, nice and bubbly, but like you can to- totally tell that she was going far too out there to like be that way. Be that way. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but yeah, there's a, Did there's that just like piss you off and rub you the wrong way? Is yeah, that what kind of like sets you off? That's the thing. Like with like cooks, like a certain th- they're really sensitive about that. Like certain things will rub them the wrong way, and they'll be like, eh, no. Like if you ask for things on the fly, that'll that depending oh, on I'm who sure. it is. If you if you're a frequent flyer, <laughs> air, air quotes, I've never heard that term. That's quotes. amazing. Yeah, <laughs> that's you're, so good. The server that always fucks up their orders. Oh yeah, my God, uh, then I love we'll that. definitely we'll take your time. On, we'll take your time on your dish because. It's 
is to teach you a lesson. Yep. Yeah. I know we're dicks like that, but like, yeah, it's that's super who we petty. Are. Well, not something that that conducive. I've always found. Uh, there's like a certain uh, cook that uh, currently works where we work that I'll just have a customer that wants something tossed in something, mm-hmm. um, easy like some kind of sauce or something like that, and he'll be like, no, and I'll be like, come on, like what? And he'll be like, no, yeah. no, I'm not doing that for you. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll and do I'm that. like. But it's your it's your job. Like, if someone wants something a certain way, aren't you supposed to? I would personal. I would make the whatever it is. Yeah. But I put the sauce on the side. Okay. Because uh, that's that, and we it's have an limited. Extra, like, three it's, minutes. It's, it's it's an extra step that we don't have the time for. Because I would say it's not an extra three minutes. But it's it's yeah, definitely not an extra three. <laughs> but like, it's an extra step that we don't have to go for. But also the dishes we work with, like say bowls or something, mm-hmm. like. They're specifically used for one specific sauce or dish, mm-hmm. and then we would have to go find another one, or we yeah. would have to clean one of the bowls. And it's like it's it's a couple extra steps that we don't need to take, so just put it on the side. Yeah, but this is where the 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 dissonance comes in of the yeah. fact that at the end of the day, it's a like yes, we're there to provide food, but we're also there to provide service, especially at a sit down restaurant. Yeah, like in in a different environment where it's more of like a kitchen counter situation or like a you know a more of a casual dining place you might be able to get away with something like that but like in the place that we work if that person wants it tossed and you as the yeah like they're they're gonna get it tossed and if you refuse like you're most likely gonna get in trouble with your supervisor you know after the manager has to come back and do it themselves or whatever like like i agree with you logically but like this is where at the when end they of the, ask, this is, yeah, the this, server's like, like yeah, you don't I have got to, you. You don't have yeah, to interface. Have to say yes, pretty yeah, because and 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 this is the thing of like ha- having the experience that I have with cooks and like you know the respect and rapport that I have with them. I understand. I'm a, when I'm taking a, a orders at tables, I'm considering that. So I will try to talk people out of me yeah. too. I was things. just gonna like, say that for sure. Uh, when I, someone I would, says light dressing, you know what I say. How about we do on the side? And right. Go, oh, okay. Because light that, dressing that, never. That one's definitely true because it's like, I don't know what but light the, constitutes yeah, for you. Exactly. Right. Yeah. But not every server does that. And I yeah. think that is exactly. where. And, but also on the on the flip, like this is where it's delicate is because I like just like what you're saying, it's sensitive because every, everybody's sensitive. People care about how they're perceived and doing their jobs. Mm-hmm. And like there's a big thing in the kitchen about servers making mistakes, but people in the kitchen make mistakes all the time and they never want to admit it. They're yeah. like, it's very rare that someone will be right. like, Oh shoot, I forgot. It's always like, Oh yeah, no, it's coming, coming. And then I see them start, start it. it and yeah. it's oh, like, yeah. yo, yeah. it's not a closed kitchen. And it's not even a, and the, the, the thing at the end of the day is it's not even a big deal. Like we're all yeah. on the same team and, yeah. and it, it's the, all, getting that mistakes. communication. So whenever I train people for expo, the first thing that I always tell them is the most important important thing for you is getting a good relationship with your kitchen Absolutely. getting them to understand that you respect them and you know that they're there to work because that's how you get that communication where you mm-hmm. get the clear communication lines of hey i know that you're busy and i can see that you're doing like yada 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 but unfortunately there's a situation and i need this whatever on the fly mm-hmm. and then you don't go like oh on the fly on the fly you're like yeah. okay sure i got you because you know that time. i know if, what you're doing if they're being very sincere if like you have definitely communication is a right. one big thing what okay leslie you do this thing which i really liked which is you will come back to the kitchen and you will come communicate this certain request and like if like if the it's, modification it, yeah, on modifi- order if it's like a very drastic modification go ahead do it if it's a small slight one like it's fine right. you don't have to communicate it with us but you come back to the kitchen you let us know 
Right. And then we're like, okay, cool. We're set for this. We're going to be prepared for this or we're going to say like, it's not exactly possible, but we'll try our best. Right. Well, Um, and that comes from in when I was in the kitchen, I used to miss the mods on a ticket mm -hmm. every freaking time. And it would Mm -hmm. kill me because I would have to restart the order. And my dad was my boss and he'd yell at me. Mm -hmm. So it's like for me, that has stuck in my mind so hard that it's like, Anytime I put in any type of modification or I want to get something done, it's like I just go directly to the kitchen just to say, hey, be on the lookout yeah. so you don't yeah. pull a Leslie. There's, there's, there's some people who do that. It definitely, communication is a one big thing. In the kitchen, you have to be direct. You mm-hmm. can't be vague about anything. Right. You have to be direct because if you fuck up, you fuck up a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. but I, but I would also think on that, on that same line, like vein of thinking, I feel like a lot of the, uh, you know, frustration comes from that oh shoot i have to start this over again because i didn't realize there was a mod on it and i'm busy so i'm kind of on autopilot like filling out yeah that, that's, right. that, that's a thing because every dish but has like to it's be not like the same and it's but it's not fair to be angry at the server because the table wanted something modified a certain way and they had to put it in that way and you missed it while you were busy it even, sucks even it sucks if there, for everyone even if there is a mod and they do it right sometimes i find that you guys get pissed that there's even a mod on it. Right. And that, but that's what I mean. It comes yeah. from that. It's like a buildup over time of all those times when they've had to restart it. So now when yeah. they see a mod anyways, especially something that's long, you're, it's like, it's like a trigger. It's like of like a, you, yeah. all that, all those feelings of all that. It's other like hearing your alarm clock go off. It's kind of. uh, there's two mods that I can like think on of that dreams. really pissed me off. One of them, God damn it, Sam. Romaine on a goddamn tostada oh, salad. Hey. <laughs> yeah, that, was a, that was a special fuck order for me. Fuck you so much. No, fuck you no, so much. that's delicious. Iceberg is not a nutritious or healthy vegetable. It's empty. It's just fucking water. Romaine has lots of antioxidants, lots um, of vitamins. Excuse Don't me, I'm ever sorry. order off the menu. Wh- which listeners? one had E. coli recently? Hey, a little bit of E. coli goes a long way. Hey, I'll let you know. I think Sam still ate romaine that week. I I think he did too. Um, Second, like, I I, I guarantee I did. It was Thanksgiving. It really just depends on like how drastic the the modification is. I actually had once. I don't know if anyone was there. I don't know if you were there when you exposed that day, but it was a dish that said artisan melt, which is a grilled cheese, no bread. (laughs) Yeah. We were pissed and we did it. We sent it out to the table. It was brought back because the, the person who ordered it said, how am I supposed to eat this? Dog, you, oh yeah. I was there no bread, that. homie. I was you ordered a grilled cheese without bread. I, no, they wanted I, it. They wanted it lettuce wrapped. No, how that was you? stupid. They should have said lettuce wrapped. No, I know. She, did, she didn't say it. I remember, I remember that day. I was there. That's still that. funny oh. that you said that. Out it's so like funny that. because it's like oh my, God. my go-to wild ticket. The, like the most craziest thing I ever saw when I was expoing is somebody ordered a quesadilla with no cheese. I've seen what? that before. So they just yeah. wanted a tortilla and the chicken. And they wanted it all to fall out while they tried to eat it. An- another <laughs> one. Like, what do you, why do you want this? Another one was the asada fries that we have, which uh, if, and if you've lived here long enough, you know asada means yeah. meat. And they had ordered the asada fries. They sent it back and they said, I didn't realize that it had meat. Oh my god! But to benefit of the doubt, I asked the server if they looked like they lived in LA for a while, and she she said yes. Oh my god! That's on you. That's on you at that point. It's like it's 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 Spanish, but it's also like 
Latin. Like everyone knows what a carnivore is, even if you don't speak Spanish. People so just if you don't see read. carne asada. Yeah, but also menu. the description of the meal specifically states that as people well. Don't well, no, people don't read it. People don't read. People don't read. People don't read. At this point, like I've I had lo- lost all faith in humanity. They should just have pictures on everything. Oh my god. Although, yeah, uh, I've yeah I've been to restaurants in other countries where I'm happy there's pictures. Kind of a funny <laughs> uh, question I have. Yeah, is, go ahead. I have a lot of customers that like if something goes wrong with their food or like they don't like it or whatever. Yeah. And I offer to remake or get them something else. I have definitely heard from so many customers like, no, 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 please don't bring it back. I'm so afraid they're going to spit in my food. Okay. That's one thing that pisses me off. All right. Any good cook, anyone who takes pride in their fucking work will never do that. We will do our best to make the food come out right. We will never spit in anyone's food. And I always try to reassure customers of that. But I was like, I feel like that's a topic we need to cover a little bit. The thing is, the people who think that are the people willing to do that. Yeah. yeah, Oh my gosh. Whatever job they do, they're willing to do whatever the equivalent of spitting in their food is. And they've seen the movie Waiting. Yeah, Yeah, Waiting is a bad movie for cooks. Yeah. I don't know if it would go... I will go so far as to say every person that thinks that would do that, but I think but it, if of, it crosses their mind, I know. I think look, because it, of cult, pop culture references, but also because of I think I mean it's just like why people don't tip. People don't understand like the work that goes into right. serving. They've I think never in the same in the way, industry. people don't understand the work that goes into cooking. They're like, oh, it's just yeah. cooking, and they it, don't think about the prep. They don't think about like what it's like when it's busy. They don't think about all the other stuff that yeah, goes on. They don't on. think like it's a job. It's you're here, right. you're doing the specific thing. If you do anything that's a tangent or like completely wrecks it, you're gone. Yeah. Again, some of these people desperately need this job and some of these people find a career for this. This right. is their pride. This is their like the thing they want to do. I had a, and, yeah, I, I had a funny story. Um, I had a friend in uh, Texas um, he was working at like a Papa Murphy's or something and there they make the pizzas and then they send them home to the customers and they get to cook them themselves at home. And it was like five minutes before close and this guy calls in and he orders a pizza and my friend is pissed. So he puts his nutsack on his pizza. Oh my The gosh. guy sees God. it and this guy becomes a national story like oh, across. Like the taco looking dude at Taco Bell. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He was wow. the look, guy look. that put his nuts on like a meat lover's pizza. That was it like extra hot. meat. Was it like a really hot pizza? No, thing? no, because what they do is they prep the pizza and then they just give it to you and you take it home and you cook it yourself. You at home. It. So he put it on yeah. a cold pizza. Yeah, he put I, his nuts on a cold I pizza. I have That's a confession weird. to make actually. Did and you this put is, your nuts on a pizza? I, so he whoa. didn't put my nuts. <laughs> on he didn't have respect a pizza. for cooking. Apparently, obviously. he didn't have pride in his. He job. didn't have pride in his job. Yeah. Um, I do have pride in my job, but when I was in high school, um working for my parents and I don't even think they know this story so if they hear this sorry mom and dad um there was a girl in high school who is really uh tough on me yeah uh we were friends on and off for a while but she had just done something to me that was crossing a very long line yeah and uh she called in and ordered a pizza as I was managing that night and I oh. definitely spit under all her pepperonis. Oh, God, no. Yep. Each one. And me and my other friends were working together. I feel like that's different, though, because that's, like, that's not like a 
some random customer that was like right. rude to you. No. That was like a blood feud. Yeah. Right. Look, and all my I'm other saying friends were working is and totally supported it. And it yeah, was she really She should have hilarious. known better than to order a pizza Look, from you. Yeah. If, if, right. Sad, if Saddam Hussein had just come into the restaurant, I would definitely <laughs> put cyanide on the goddamn salad. <laughs> cyanide on the salad. There it is. Guys, Saddam is in the restaurant right now. No oh, one's known where no. he is, but Whoa, he's here I thought right you now. were dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, look, uh, anyone who takes pride in their work, definitely there's some people who are very childish who don't deserve that job, but who also right. don't deserve to be in that kitchen. Sorry, Leslie. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> um, me. Yep. Uh, there are people who don't do that. And the, the fact that some people think that is it's crazy. It's like, no, we 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 do our best. This is a job first we want you to be happy yeah, so that we, we don't have to, to make it again because right right the great <laughs> well and every and every uh cook and chef i've talked to from the back of house that i've gotten to know like it is a serious you know as corny as it sounds they're like you know i want to put as much of myself into the food that i make and like make people happy like it's not something that people necessarily you know it's not like oh i need an easy job i'm gonna no, be yeah, yeah, well, definitely. well like at the, they, w- they want to put a lot of themselves into the dish but not their not spit. their genetic yeah. material yeah. as like <laughs> As I work in this new kitchen, I'm able to bring out specials that come out for like a month. That's mm-hmm. like a specific thing that I can bring in. That's my idea that mm-hmm. I want to bring in. Mm-hmm. And I take so much pride in that. And totally. I, the, the fact that maybe someone might do that is disgusting. Yeah. And like and pervert it, your dish. Speaking of uh, bringing in like things that you can create, you should, if you want, you could bring in my four eggs in one glass meal. Okay, so you can call Kyle. Maybe you can call the Henry if you want. Add some sour cream. Okay. Mix the eggs well mm-hmm. and cook oh. it on a frying pan. Ah, okay. Yeah, well, and then, hey, then and then well, I don't, I don't know. Eggs. And then I think I think the cooking, salt and pepper and the there cooking's you go. a little weird though. It, sure, <laughs> you just put them in a glass. Yeah. No, just serve it to them. The sour cream's cool too, though. I think the scotch too. Just scotch, eggs, scotch sour eggs. cream. No, you're cooking. drunk. Your chest will hurt, and you'll probably throw up afterwards Definitely. for you the sour throw cream. Some it's the eighty-six no filter special. And fill, yeah, do, wake up uh, every morning to record that. Record yourself on Instagram and, and tag us. <laughs> tag oh, okay. right, it's Henry, called the egg else, challenge. What else you got on your Please list? Please do not do that. Okay, uh, there's a bunch of my list. He's, yeah, he's crossed off, off but okay. he's crossed off like three things. So we haven't made a lot of progress. Like yeah. thirty things long. <laughs> there's uh, one thing that definitely like one hinders the kitchen, but also pisses us off. Is one like if you have a big table, let us know. Let us know. Mm. Let if if you're a host, go ahead. Let us know. If you're a server and you get told that you have a like 18 top, let us know, because we get prepared for that. If we right. find out that we have we don't have something, we can quickly try to prep it. Or before can, the order before comes the in. order comes in, we don't want to know like the orders already come in yeah. when the table's already ready to order. Yeah, like I'm uh, ringing it in right now. Who's, hey guys, whose job is that? Top. Is the that tickets the, like printing in? It, I'm mocking up. Yo, by the way, when that finishes, it's going to be 16 orders. 16. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, it's not one specific person's job. It's multiple layers. You have to make sure that... Who, if it's like you, an onion. Yeah. It's like an onion. Like an ogre. So you have to prep Thanks, the onion. Shrek it's like reference. an ogre. It has layers. Uh, you got to make sure that... You got to think of it as the person who got that table first didn't communicate it to the kitchen. Yeah. Over communication is not a problem in the kitchen. Yeah. Right. Like it's it's uh, lovable. No, uh, I f- I disagree Push because back. there are times where I'm expoing and I'm like, hey, like uh, I need this or I need that, and they're they're like, give me some attitude. Like, yeah, yeah, it's coming. But at the same time. If I don't tell them that and then it doesn't come, then I'm on their ass because I'm like, where the fuck is it? Well, that's it's, where it's the, better to just be on their ass. And then, but the, it's but it's not it's not about on their ass. It's that's where the like, it's not about what you say, but how you say it kind of a thing yeah. comes in. Is you have to, 
like with each, this is where it's tricky. It's, in my experience, with each person back there, you have to develop a different rapport. Yeah, absolutely. Some people you can just be like, "Yo, fuckwad, how long on the fries?" Yeah. <laughs> some people, some people, it needs to be like, "Hey, man." I know that you're working on that salad or whatever, I you're but I need some fries right so I can send this other ticket out. Yeah. Do you know how long it's going to be? You know, like you have, there are certain ways to get what you want, but like you say, you can't, you can't just not say anything because yeah. that's when the food takes forever. I, I have to say one of my biggest pet peeves as a server is when the expo doesn't feel like they can check on tickets or just don't. Where I'm like, yo, you're like, hey, this, you know, this ticket's been, you know, uh, yeah. 22 minutes, right? And well, they're like, oh, oh, hey, where's this dish? And I'm like, no, 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 it's too late now. It's already 22 minutes. So, well, anyway, that's my big thing. Something that I see with expos is that some of them are only focusing on that first ticket. Yes. When oh the God. like, I'll be, and I see it when I'm serving now too, because I'll go up there and I need like fries, and I'm like, are these my fries? And he's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's because it's four tickets down that they're right. only focusing on these when you have to focus on the whole thing to be able to. Yeah. But yeah, I, th- I the, think that the keep it expos smoothly. don't, uh, at least where we work, don't have as good a rapport with the kitchen as they should because yeah. it, it, they really are. I feel like a lot of expos get trapped in like, I'm front of house. Like I'm there. It's like, no, you are literally the conduit between like you need to have just as much, just as cl- kind of like what Nate was talking about, just as close a relationship to the chefs, if not closer than yeah to the servers i think that is like and i mean i'd love to get your opinion on this henry but i feel like at the core you know when you really boil it down i just feel like people most people in the front of house just don't respect maybe it's not even respect they just don't see the heart of house back of house employees like as their co-workers the same way as they do like everybody in the front of house even though they really are in the same way like right yeah and you'll say like, oh, well, they work in the back or they work behind the kitchen. But like, it's not, it's really not that far. <laughs> it's yeah, not, like they work, you work in close proximity with them. You have to interact with them. Like you, you could very much say hello to them just like how you do with everybody else and ask mm-hmm. them about their day. But the purveying like culture is that there's like a divide and I, I don't, you know, I don't blame anyone in particular. It's not like it's our store that made it this way. It's like, this is a thing that's been that way for like all stores years. I've worked at. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, uh, so for both is that uh the one thinks it's subservient subservient to the other and that's definitely like true for back of house and for front of house it, it, there's that big divide when like you know there's this is a team right i know there's a big like divide between us but yeah. this is a team right it's uh, almost like well, offense and defense on a football team yeah yeah you yeah. know they're teammates but they don't necessarily work together together but they're teammates and they mm-hmm. rely on each other sports references i get that you get that sports we like sports um we do but yeah Maybe like me uh, no kyle i think like what I'm, you like sports i like sports okay i don't care who knows no, uh, we're we're getting away. We're Sorry. Getting away uh, I think I'm like one of the few people who actually interact with the front of house. I know I get a lot Agreed. of shit from the like the back of house for doing that, and then like it's kind of weird for like the front of house to get interact with someone from the back of house. But because it's that divide, is that some some people in the back of house? It's like there's a there's a divide because they're subservient to us, whereas the front of house like no that we're the ones who do provide the service, and mm-hmm. they they're the ones who do like the dishes, and that's it. At the, there has, has to be that wall that we have to break through. Like these are the people who we have to work well with, and if you work well with them, then the whole job becomes way easier. I also think that management doesn't take quite as much credit as they could 
in that type of situation because like I know when I'm supervising I'm constantly going back looking at my tickets looking at my approximation of time on the ticket checking in with my back of house even just like seeing how they look like I don't even have to say anything I just look back and I'm like if they look like they're going crazy I go to my host and I say hey let's up the weight like five ten minutes or like um, you know I think that sometimes that communication from that manager standpoint when that doesn't happen that's what causes that like hellfire a little bit there's been one moment in our busiest season you know which one that in october Mm -hmm. and our the sous chef that i started with he had to tell one of the managers just stop seating people for 10 minutes and it was bad it was really bad like i'd never seen it that bad since like that day yeah but yeah, there's been days where it's like it's so bad. There's one time we caught each other in the in the walk-in, and I was about to scream. I was really just about to let loose because right. it's that bad. Well, I think. This I mean, also oh, just was, just really quick to play devil's yeah, no, advocate for our own location. We're in a unique spot where we can't really use walkies, and I at, right. at least at my old place, and I know at a lot of other restaurants, they use walkies to communicate from the host stand to the kitchen line to the managers, whatever, which makes a big difference. And I mean, because obviously communication is very important oh, yeah, in definitely. this industry, so I think that's why I like a lot of places utilize that. Unfortunately, that's not a tool that we are able to utilize. Yeah. I would have too much fun with the walkie, um, to be honest. Yeah, you yeah. Never we would be we would be screwed. But I think yeah. a lot of it, uh, like that situation, ultimately, and hopefully this podcast can help uh, fight against this trend, but it becomes from like the, the general public and they don't realize what a kitchen wait, you know, if, if a kitchen needs five minutes, they're like, well, I can just sit down. It's like, no, once you sit down, you're going to expect to order food. Yeah. Like, well, there's I no just want to sit down for a drink. Yeah. And yeah. the server comes over and exactly. So, so I think that hopefully people can, if you go out to a restaurant, just like listen to what they're saying. Like they are there to give you the best experience that they can at that time. And if that means you have to wait 10 more minutes to sit down because the kitchen wants to, you know, yeah, from, or even uh, if you don't know why. From right. what I've heard is that people don't care if they wait another 10 minutes outside. They they more care about how long it takes from the moment they exactly. sit down to the moment their food comes in. And they'll exactly. think, and they think, they, they, they'll be like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, there's an open table. We can just sit there. We'll wait. But, and so they think. They're going to be happier. They're going to be happy. But it's like, no, no, no. That's not how human nature works, homeboy. No. Like, once you sit down, you Then you're going to get mad all over again. Yeah. Yeah, You're in the food environment now. You see everyone happy around you. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And your anger turns into hanger. I actually went to, like, a P.F. Chang's once, and the the wait time for dishes was two hours. I've had... They sat me down, and I waited those two hours, and it was great. So they sat you and were like, hey, by the way, like, you're not going to No, no, they're like, by food. like, just, they sat me, and they said, look, we're really backed up, and it's going to be two hours, and we were going to watch a movie, and uh, and it wasn't until, like, three hours later, and we were just okay, making so you had time, time to kill. kill, yeah. And it was actually great. Oh, that's like, interesting. If, uh, I mean, I'd, I'd, but as long as I they was, let you know beforehand... Well, and yeah, you work in I a would, service industry, so you were a little bit more understanding of that, because you you've been there yeah. and you understand what the weight is for. I feel mm. like what Sam is pointing on is huge. And if people listening to this podcast are not service industry people, I hope you guys can take a little bit away from this and understand that like, we're never trying to like shit on you guys. Yeah, like we're trying to night. make that best experience and we have to, you know, figure yeah, out some of our stuff. Personal. Yeah. Uh, 
we like hearing when people like their food when it comes out great and we definitely take like a note whenever someone says their food didn't come out great that's that's one thing we do i know there's been like a couple memorable moments when someone comes by it's like this is the best blta i've ever had or this is like the worst dish i've ever had and then i just like it like takes a toll like right. it, it, we take a note of it like oh great I, I someone said it was great for this so i'll make sure i'll keep that dish that way i'll do it this way but if it turns out bad like what was it that made it bad and yeah, we'll do so better maybe specifics. it was them that was bad no but i mean like i appreciate if people have feedback um especially constructive criticism mm -hmm. about dishes i do try to always pass that on to the not the kitchen not the person like you know I pass it on to the chef or the line lead, like whoever's there, so they can kind of get disseminated in the right way. Um, I think that's totally cool. Like, if you want to express, but if you can be specific and and constructive, like, hey, you know, even if it's as simple as like, I ordered this like medium and it kind of came out medium well, uh, like it's fine, you know, be nice about it. But like, there's been times where like that might not even be on the kitchen. It's like, oh, that it's because you know, we were really backed up. And so it's, you know, it was under the salamander for a little bit longer than it normally would have been. And, you know, maybe it's medium well or whatever it is. Uh, I try to pass that along, but, and, I, and equally I try to pass on when people do give good, good feedback. Cause we get a lot of it. I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah I always try to tell like anytime someone said, like if I drop it down and someone says, Oh, that looks delicious. Even that, like yeah. if they haven't even had it yet. I usually go back to the kitchen and I say, yeah, like, Hey man, that looked really good. I usually mm. do the obnoxious thing of, running to the kitchen and just yelling compliments to the chef <laughs> and everyone's like shut up leslie but yeah, like so, i try to so be excited about quiet. it for you no you go girl oh thanks babe all right well on that note um, you go girl i think we're gonna <laughs> wrap like this little topic yeah. up um i think like we could go on forever talking we about could. this and i'm yeah. sure that we will circle back to it at some point uh but for now we're gonna move on because we got a few other things that we want to hit before we get out of here uh, and we're going to do our Hot Pocket Cold Pocket of the Week. Hey. Hot Pocket Cold Pocket. Cold Pocket. Does anybody, uh, anybody have a Hot Pocket this week? Anything good happen to anybody at work? Uh, um, good I mean, at work? we making money. Our, yeah, yeah exactly. I, I would say that's just a Hot Pocket all That's the Hot around. Pocket side of... of what our cold pocket will be. Last yeah. week, well, we all, we're all in. Yeah. Last week, I was struggling. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> because two nights ago... Yep. Uh, I had what I can pretty confidently say was one of the worst shifts I've ever had at the place that we work at. Um, it was just an absolute shit show. And like when I walked in, it's so funny because like I was actually in a good mood that day, which is <laughs> so unusual for me. And I walked in and I could just immediately feel like that things were not working. Things were not right. Oh, they were not. No. Um, so I was there a little bit early. As I surveyed the situation, um, I, I locked eyes with one of the managers, and he uh, approached me, and, and I, I said, would you like me to uh, to clock on early? And he said, yes, yes, I would. <laughs> so I did that, uh, got in, got one table pretty quickly. It was kind of hectic because I guess the way that it worked out, we were we were a little understaffed, I will say, for for how busy it was. <laughs> I'll say a lot. Not yeah. for, not for what it's been. Not for what it's been yeah. for the past few Mondays. Yeah, I can't I can't blame the the. It you was know, management yeah, incredibly anything. unusual. Yeah, and and I do again want to give management their credit because especially with the two managers that w that we had, they did a great job in terms of filling in the spots that we needed, and busting really busting their ass on like hard physical labor like to help out. 
Um, but unfortunately, we were not equipped. Yeah. So, I mean, I can only speak from my personal situation, but I came in and immediately started getting some tables in the uh, back corner of the restaurant, as far as you can get in the back. I had like some table 12. It's my first yeah. table. Uh, and then my next table was outside 52. on the patio <laughs> <laughs> uh, on the in complete the opposite of the side of the restaurant. Yeah. yeah. And it kind of continued to be like that for a good portion of the busy night. At one point, I had four tables inside in the back and four tables outside. And then I got a big party, which was okay. It was They were kind of weird, um, but kind of nice. Didn't tip really great. The tips in ge- also in general they were really, have been were bad. really yeah. weird. What did I just say about talking about tips to the back of the house? I don't care. I don't <laughs> care about <laughs> you. Your time's over. I don't now. care. Yeah, yeah, your time's over. Welcome to our time. <laughs> um, yeah, no, they were... Complain about things we should be grateful lately. for. <laughs> but... Yeah, it, it was just, it was so rough. Every, and then, so everything was going wrong. Like, I, when I got the party, I went to go get them water, but we didn't have any glasses in the back, and we're out of ice. So I went back in the main glass, and we were out of glasses, like, period. Like, we just we, didn't, we, we were running short on glasses because our somebody, dishwasher, somebody, somebody, oh. I thought it was Kyle. No, it wasn't I mean, me. Who I was it? It was, so it, yeah. it was a collaboration yeah. of both of us standing there, but neither one of us I was touched say, yeah. the rack. Someone Nobody. It was the connection between yeah. them. It was like it what was happened somebody was somebody pushed something in the dish pit that like set it anyway, off the edge. We what lost, happened we was lost a lot of yeah. glasses that yeah, day. Yeah, a lot of yeah. glasses so, fell. I caught say, the rack. A, a few days ago, no one days, talks about that. You, you saved the plastic rack that would have yes, been fine. All the glasses fell, but I caught the rack. Yeah. <laughs> so we've been short on glasses. So I didn't have any glasses for my party. There was no ice. The, all the sodas were starting to fail, so I had to go refill the sodas in the middle of me being like slammed my bartender sam is like completely overwhelmed because he has tables and a full bar and the thing that i hate about our place is that when when we get busy and we go on any type of a wait especially when you know they bring the host stand inside people were just like okay well i'll just go to the bar and get drinks yeah so then they all and stand, stand at the bar. in front of everyone so they make my bartender busy plus they lower my sales on check because they're not ordering drinks yeah. for me because they've already had beers it's just like a complete and total shit show. I mean, Everything it's a, that, that's like that, that. That's kind of just like I don't know how a lot of the bars work, but yeah, it's you definitely see. And part of me feels bad, and part of me is like, this is how I make my money as a bartender. No, yeah, I mean, I want you. You're doing the work, so I yeah, want you yeah, to get no, no, money. No, no, no. But but it is like it, it's 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 like a positive feedback loop. Like the more busy that that servers get, the longer the waits are, which means more people go to the bar, which means servers wait longer for their drinks to come out. Because ultimately, like I try to, I try to manage it, but ultimately if, he, if like there's someone staring me in the face saying, Hey, where's my beer? I'm going to get them a beer yeah. and servers. And like, I would be running out of glassware. Um, that's one of my pet peeves. Actually, it was pretty okay. Like it, well, we, it we had a new dishwasher on that night. That was his yeah. first night alone too. Yeah. That's what, and that's so what I mean. Like literally everything, everything, everything was going wrong. Yeah. And we only had one expo. We didn't have a busser because normally well, it's really slow on Mondays. Let me tell you about that. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, yeah. I was yeah, yeah, to add there. to this cold pocket. Um, <clears throat> I came in at four. So like an hour before you, I think maybe yeah. an hour and a half. Yeah, I got there at um, five. And, uh, I was just supposed to bus an expo, which I've been doing. So I'd have to run the food and then I have to clean the tables, maybe pre-bus, whatever I have to do. I, I like that shift because then I end up making more money, more tips, as I like to call them. Um, <laughs> and and uh, as I stare at Henry, <laughs> what the fuck, And uh, anyway, so one of our servers starts getting overwhelmed because she came in at 3.15 and the next server was going to come in almost two hours later. Yeah. And so we had three I, servers on the entire yeah. night, Henry. And so I went up to my manager and I went, Hey, if you need me to take tables, I'm down to take tables because I'm trying to eat tonight. I just want to make $8. I'll be good. I'll have a meal and then I'll make my bus expo money. 
I end up taking six tables to start and I'm like, okay, uh, I, okay, I guess I'm not expoing now. Um, and then I just keep getting tables and keep getting tables. Yeah. You had when, like a legitimately, you had like, I had a section. Yeah. I for a server. Yes. While yeah. You were also busing. Busing. Yeah. And, um, so what ended up happening is no one ever told me what I was doing. I would be like, what am I doing? Am I serving? Am I busing? And I'd go to the host. I'd say, stop seating me. And she's like, oh, well, I need you to keep taking tables. And I'm like, oh, I just want to bus now. Like, I hate this. The tips were also not that good. Like, the first two tables I got, I was like, great. If these are my only two tables, I'm not eating tonight. Um, but, yeah, no, that was just awful because then I'm trying to still bus because yeah. I want to get that busing money, but I don't have time to do that because yeah, I have serving. these tables. Yeah, yeah you can't. Do I that. will say, uh, oh. I, I hear you guys tell your story and it, my heart does go out to you. Uh, I went, I went into work very hungover. Um, so I was already going into the shift as kind of just like, you know, like I'm going to do my job as well as I can, but I'm also not going to break my neck. Uh, I actually had like kind of an okay night. Like <laughs> it was very busy, but, uh, I made good money and, uh, of course he did. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean like, it Let's was just say I poured a lot of my beers that night. <laughs> hey, yeah. Nobody. No. Okay. I will say that you're lucky that I'm not a bartender that like cares about that kind of thing. Cause there's so many people right. that like weren't yeah. waiting at all. They just walked in and did it. And yeah. I was like, fine, that's okay. But if yeah. I was a different bartender, I would be like, can I talk to you in the back right now? I'm like bitching you out because I think, it, it, there was I think, a lot of it that wasn't okay. I think we but were I was also, in the mood that was like, I'm not going to like, obviously everyone's drowning. I wasn't going to yeah. make a thing. And I, I'm not trying to like take that back. Yeah. But right. Well, you're also busy too. Yeah. Uh, no, there, yeah. yeah. But and any, pretty much any other bartender that works with us, if you'd done what yeah. you did, you would have gotten yelled at. It's I just think, hard to have more people in your space because our bar is already so small. Yeah. But like even last night, like I wasn't slammed and like this other server who also bartends, like was coming back and if pouring need, beers just because she was like, I'm bored. Well, like, my thing and is, I was like, if cool, you as long that, as I'm not there ready to do it. Yeah. That's what's annoying and is when you, you step on my toes. And if you don't, uh, like if you, the first thing you should do in that experience, in that uh, instance is tell a manager. Say, hey, the well's backed up. Can you jump back there and do it? And then if they I say... I also know a bartender that doesn't like when we go and tell a manager. Yeah. But also... Well, okay. Well, that's pour fine. The beers. I'm just saying, yeah, like that pouring the beers should be a last yeah. resort. And I wasn't going to get, you know, like I wasn't going to yeah. get anyone's face. I only did it because I, like, I know that, like, I mean, unless I'm mistaken, like we've had that conversation before where, yes, where no, it's no, no, not totally. something that is going to bother but you. I, like, don't, I only was certain people yeah, would yeah, I do yeah. that. No, and I right. appreciate that. And it, that's totally is the case. I'm just saying that then going and being like, yeah, I had to pour a lot of my own beers. Yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was totally kidding. It yeah, wasn't. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I, in my, even when I did wait, it wasn't like I was in my instance. Uh, I went and poured a couple of my beers because I, I forgot you doing that, and because I, I was forgot like, God, to those do are my some beers. Terrible no, they were good. <laughs> <laughs> Usually, what head. happens for um, me is like, well, I'm, no, I had forgotten to to ring in those beers, and I was like, I'm not gonna bother Sam. I fucking need this now. Yeah. Yeah, a similar way of like I'm usually if I'm really bu- especially when I'm split across the restaurant. Yeah, when you, I'm doing my loops out, yeah, to drop yeah. stuff, you need I need to I need to take yeah. this right now. Yeah, no. right. That's, and that's, in that instance, and in, especially like in the relation, the 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 instance of that night, everything that was going on, right? I really was totally fine with it, right. and I hoped that people weren't like mad at me because it was a hard night. No, um, but no, a lot I of it too no. was like. And one of my big is like when there's glassware that sits behind the bar or not behind the bar, but next to the bar that needs to like go to the bar. Cause we don't have bar backs in our place because the bar is so small. 
um when servers sit there oh and servers are waiting like hey can i get my beer i'm like hey can i get any glasses while i'm like doing a thousand things and just standing there and most of the glasses were dirty so they have to go back through and i feel bad because i don't even think it was a like you said it was a new dishwasher but i'm pretty sure it wasn't his fault i think like occasionally a dishwasher just gets like grody and they have to like drain it and clean it and like use the like suck vacuum thing yeah and i think that he doesn't know to do yeah, that yeah because oh, yep. like, it sucked that like ha- most of the glasses that were coming back were like cool and like i have to also wash these by ever hand. too yeah yeah no i don't blame him <laughs> at all and like i don't blame anyone too, it was just a weirdly give, fucking busy night to give the kitchen a shout out too they were not scheduled to, to be that busy too so yeah right. oh yeah there was people three staying people. later that were not supposed to be there yeah. our sous chef was there i was there close. Yeah, yeah, they were all there past midnight. Yeah, everybody, everybody left, closed that night. I so clocked we, out at midnight, and we closed me. the restaurant at 9 p.m. That is the cold pocket because I didn't get to go to the gym. Yeah, gains, gains. lost. All right, well, that's our super long, Thank you. super yeah, cold yeah, Thank you, super cold pocket. pocket. But I feel better now getting it out. Do we have a mail box? I think that we do. We have mail. Kyle, sure. you want to grab that mail? Yeah, Kyle, I'll go grab that mail. mail. Yeah, I, it's Quickly. funny because now it's electronic mail, so oh. I can just click oh. on the. You've got mail. Oh, cool. Oh, one message. And a couple of promos. I'll look at the message first. Yeah, Thank you. Uh, yeah, please. Oh, yeah. Does someone else want to read it? Do you want me to yeah, read it? Yeah, shoot that to me. I'll... I'll okay, let me just it. forward it to you. Oh, God. All right. Oh, Forwarding. look. I got it. I got it. Look, I, I got it. <laughs> I didn't it. even press send yet. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. crazy. Gmail is so fast. God. All right. your mind. Dude, it does uh, have so, predictive text. I don't like that. It I, makes yeah, me very uncomfortable. Anyway, says, Nate, go ahead. Hello, boys. I really dig the show. Thank you. Uh, I don't work in the industry, but I have plenty of friends who do. And I was just wondering, what are your opinions on breaking up at a restaurant? Like to have it be somewhere public. Thank you. From Pondering in Pasadena. I have seen uh, a couple break up when I've been serving them before. And I will say, uh, if you want to break up in public in a restaurant, that's whatever. But the awkward part of it is when you're handing the check. Because I'm like, who's going to take it? (laughs) <laughs> like which yeah, is you because i'm gonna give it to the other person yeah yeah exactly like i put it down and i'm like one check separate checks and they're like one check and i put it there and i'm like i kind of just like to see yeah i've never seen i've never seen gonna it pick it up. so yeah. i i don't know what it's like do you have you guys leslie um Nate, henry i don't know if they've actually broken up but i've definitely had like a couple that was not speaking so something was definitely going on and it was one of those instances I'm, I like to talk to my guests. You're a very they, bubbly server. Yeah. And I felt like I was making it worse by having a good night and I just felt really awkward. So my thing would be like, if you're going to break up with someone in public, at least, you know, pick somewhere that doesn't take a long time to drag it out. You know, like a sit down restaurant where you're waiting on a server or somebody mm-hmm. yeah. like maybe pick somewhere where you're like sitting at the bar and you can grab yeah. your check easier or something like, like that. A Starbucks or something like. Right. Not a sit down restaurant where you have a full meal. Even like or, counter I mean, service. Know, or you're going to be there for Unless 45 minutes to end, an hour. Like it kind of scares it or doesn't scare but like it's a little. I don't know. Like the idea of doing it in public is so they don't make like a scene, right? So that's just kind of sad that people that's would have to. The, or that's, you, a, that's an issue because I, I actually hungry. know someone who broke with, up with someone at a restaurant uh-huh. and they did a they scene. They did make a scene. It really just oh, depends on who you're breaking up with. Yeah, <laughs> perspective, right? Because I, I mean, they might be like, I have the perfect audience now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm well, an actor. Well, yeah, I guess. Right? I, I would like, think you it's, do a big production in front of one person. It's, it's like, all right, you know, I already know you're dramatic. You're so. juggling You're juggling wanting to break up with your girlfriend or boyfriend, 
but you're also like really hungry and you also kind of want to get a <laughs> Please, drink. No. It's like you're just juggling all these things, you know? You just, you never really want to break up with somebody on an empty stomach. Yes, you know? it's true. Like you really want to. Is that be... the moral of this story? I guess. I've I never experienced that. I've definitely experienced the like couple fighting or like the like married couple that comes in all happy and then like as the meal progresses, you see them like fighting and then by the end, like they're just like not talking to each yeah. other. But I haven't seen any breakups or at least I didn't know that they were breakups going on but i would definitely say not the restaurant i would go for the short short uh time investment like bar coffee shop ice um, cream maybe yeah. you know absolutely i'm talking I feel like that would be the best place. whoever whoever look, does it like look you know, now that you have this ice cream cone i don't I think don't i think we should see other people, people. <laughs> but i knew when you got vanilla i didn't want to be with you you're too plain oh god just make sure you're not like wearing white yeah because you might get ice cream right true yeah, I would just say if you break up with someone at a restaurant, you better pick up the check. True that. Yeah, that would yeah. be my that would be my thing. It would be kind of a dick move to be like, and oh, you got this. By the way, right? I forgot my wallet. Um, I bought dinner last week, so. All right, I hope that I hope yeah. that helped. Pondering yeah. in, Pasadena. in Pasadena. Thank you for writing it. Let us know if you have further questions about the breakup. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Do you um, need uh, advice on finding somebody? Or you can slide yeah, into our DMs at 86 No Filter Pod. And, uh, anybody has questions for us, please, uh, please, please. All right, send us questions. Okay, uh, last segment before we get out of here, we're gonna get into our cardinal sin or our gnocchi of wisdom. Gnocchi. Uh, and we're just going to kind of share with our listeners one thing that they should walk away with from this episode. Yeah, specifically. So got uh, something for us, Henry? Henry, anything? anything I'm if sure you got something. Yeah. Let's see. Okay. You're underworked. I mean, you're overworked. You're <laughs> underpaid. You're underappreciated. And you're overstressed. But you can meet some good people in that industry. Nice. And you can like definitely build a tough skin. And you learn some really valuable skills. Uh, just you know, it's a double-edged sword. You get the good with the bad, and that's that's just how the industry is. I like that. It's like a call to arms. Like if you want, if you want to make friends for life and have a non-traditional, dope-ass, you know, work situation that is often uh, exploitative, like you were just saying. Oh yeah. Also, take a stab uh, at it. Literally, be, be careful with like substance and alcohol abuse. That's uh, that's kind of <laughs> no. not exactly promoted. Uh, no, but it is that's like also, that's not I, a, that's I get, uh, make sure you go out and vote. Obviously, yes, um, that's something you should also take away from this podcast. <laughs> so, um, well, and nice call just back. to really reiterate what Henry was saying, my mom always says accomplishment is by taking away whatever you have gained from a situation. So take that double-edged sword and know that you're accomplished just by what you're taking from your experience. Yeah, if you do yeah. a good job, no one will notice. But if you do a bad job, everyone Oof. will know. Woof. All right. Woof. Very true. O-O-F. And on that note, with that deep wisdom for you to carry on in to your souls. For you to chew on because it's gnocchi. We're going <laughs> <laughs> uh, to get out of here. Again, we want to give a thank you and a shout out to uh, all of our supporters and contributors, all our listeners. Uh, everybody listening on whatever platform you're listening on, please go ahead and give us a like and a follow. Comment. Uh, we, we really love hearing from you guys as well. We want to keep the conversation going. Again, like we said earlier, uh, we love getting mail and questions so we can answer those questions for you. Send us your stories. Yeah, please. All that stuff. Um, I think that's going to do it. Well, Henry, do you have anything you would, you'd like to plug? Any socials? You can even shout out your, your current restaurant or not if you want. But Yeah, sure. Uh, check out Mitsula in downtown LA. Mitsula. It's in 7th and Main right now. Uh, 
definitely we pride ourselves in our work and we nice. definitely want to give out the best service that we can uh yeah that's cool that's all awesome i, I can't <laughs> wait it. i'm gonna check yep. it out soon thanks for coming yeah. in henry we really appreciate Seriously. you uh you've been a great guest you've got a perspective we've been sorely lacking i think I yeah Absolutely. we're hoping to get more we'll have some more all right leslie on. this is your first episode hosting you think that we've yeah. been lacking it that was a little bit of shade right there. No, I think that it's just important, not necessarily okay. that you're lacking. Representation okay. is important. That's yes. what she's. Just the way that she said it. No, I was agreeing, not okay. necessarily. Okay. It's about thrown a shade. We're getting okay. there. We're gonna have. We'll do some more of this because, like, I, you know, like I said, there's a lot more to touch on that. Sure. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, we only got through like four things. Yeah, like, on this Henry's list has a lot. Right. Yeah. 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 Have to have me back to just oh, man, chop through this so thing. Much. Anyway, thank you guys so much All for right. listening, and don't forget. Tip your podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks. Thanks.